Hey, you are no locked happens, on Golden Gophers. No matter what we're going to do here, we're just going to keep rowing. Your daily podcast on the Minnesota uh, Golden turns out, Gophers. Whatever turns out, we're just going to keep rowing. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. We're just going to keep rowing, keep rowing, and keep rowing. You're listening to Locked On Golden Gophers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It's Kane Rob, host of the podcast, and we are joined by friend of the show, Alex Micheletti, back again here to talk some Gophers hockey. It's been a minute since we've had a little bit of hockey talk on the show, but we can't exclude it by far. We cannot do that in the state of hockey. So glad to have you back on here, Alex. Yeah, thanks for having me back on, Kane. Uh, this is the best time of the year. We got... Uh, the last couple of uh, regular season um, games, uh, and then you know playoff hockey. It uh, it gets intense, and uh, you know there's conference titles on the line, and uh, you know bragging rights for that, and uh, getting uh, you know a high seed in the NCAA tournament. Uh, you know ho- the ho- hockey NCAA tournaments different than basketball. It's not you know it's what 68 teams uh, right, in college right. hockey. It's uh, it's 16, so it's. Uh, it's a doggy dog world. And, uh, you know, <laughs> uh, you know, there's a big fight to get in that top 16. Yeah, no. And then let's talk about some of those repercussions because the Gophers, they kind of dropped a big one this last weekend versus Wisconsin. I mean, not only did they lose the streak of six straight games trying to go to seven, but they probably lost to a team that they shouldn't have. And they could have had a chance to really lock up that big 10 early. So, what do you think really went wrong in that game against Wisconsin uh, officially ending the streak? Yeah, it was a weird game. Uh, you know, um, they had a, uh, a goal uh, disallowed <laughs> uh, for too many men. And, you know, that would have been that would have made it a tie game. And then a couple minutes later, Wisconsin scores again and makes it three one. And so, you know, I think they got frustrated by that, um, you know, and just, you know, Wisconsin is playing spoiler, you know, they're last in, right. in the big 10. And so they're just, uh, uh, they're just playing for pride at this point and trying to, uh, you know, frustrate, uh, their opponents by winning. And, uh, you know, that's a, you know, it's a rivalry game too. So, you know, those, right. those guys get <laughs> way more amped up for the border battle than anything for sure. Absolutely. And I mean, the Gophers men's basketball team should take note of that play spoiler because, you know, the the season's basically over for you. So you might as well go ruin a couple other people's seasons while you're at it. So, yeah, you're right. I mean, it was a tough one, but it isn't unbearable by any means. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's still uh, quality hockey left, especially with this upcoming weekend. And the upcoming opponent is a big one, Penn State, and they're on the road. Is this matchup one that you have any hesitancy for? They're number five in the pairwise. The Gophers mm-hmm. are number one. So how are you feeling heading into this weekend? Yeah, it's going to be interesting. I mean, uh, we kind of talked before the start of the pod. Uh, you know, they have the Gophers have two major uh, injuries. Or, well, I mean, at least for this this weekend and maybe for uh, the last couple of games, but hopefully back for playoffs. And uh, Brock Faber and Ryan Chesley are out. Um, so... Uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's going to be interesting because that's two of their, you know, best defensemen. They've both right. been just lights out, especially recently. And yeah, they're going to have to do it without him. but you know, they've done it without Faber before when he, you know, last year when he was at the Olympics and, you know, they've dealt with guys, you know, that have been 
gone when you know the when the world juniors happen so yeah it's just you know guys are gonna have to step up uh, a guy like carl fish will get into the lineup and yeah we'll see um you know the way justin close has been playing you know <laughs> you can't bet bet against that guy he's he's been lights out in, in that and so yeah it's gonna be you know, exciting exciting weekend of hockey i mean that that uh pagula uh you know arena gets rocking and they have a really awesome student section. And so I'm expecting some, you know, really, you know, high, high, uh, intense, uh, hockey, uh, this weekend. So it should be fun. Right. Right. And I mean, Penn state, I believe if I recall correctly is an older team too. So they've got yep. a lot of experience on the squad. It will be a tough matchup, but how can the Gophers show that they're the real deal against Penn state this weekend? And what are the risks if they don't at least come out with one win in the series? Yeah. I mean, all they need is one more win to win the Big Ten regular season title. So if it doesn't happen, you know, this weekend, you know, if they can get it uh, next weekend or if Michigan loses, you know, they're they're playing Ohio State right now for I don't know why they're playing on a Thursday. But, uh, you know, um, you know, if if Michigan loses uh, just one game, then, you know, uh, the Gophers um, can, you know, clinch a title without even having to win. So, yeah, um, you know it's just, you know, maintaining that number one, uh, overall seed. Um, you know, they, you don't want to lose that. Um, but either way, you're still, I think there's pretty much a lock to be in a number one seed. Um, and for them to, to win, um, you know, their top line has been absolutely dominant. So, you know, just go, go out and get, you know, get that top line going and get an early, early goal, because when you can, get an early lead like that on the road and quiet the student section. It's, uh, you know, it's gives you all the momentum in the world. And, um, you know, then, you know, you, your opponent, uh, you know, might take a dumb penalty and then get on the power play and, you know, increase it to two or three. So yeah, it's, it's all about, uh, trying to get that early lead uh, on the road. For sure. And speaking of momentum, how big of it, or how big would it be if the Gophers can't capitalize on these final two weekends? Let's say, mm -hmm. you know, they walk away with two wins, two losses, but does that change the momentum? Does the injuries that they have on hand, does that worry you at all heading into a Big Ten tournament, heading into an NCAA tournament where you really want to be peaking at this point as opposed to maybe finding some stagnation? How concerned would not closing out strong be to you in your opinion? Oh, it's a major concern. You know, you want to, uh, you know, if, you know, if they don't, if they don't win the, the uh, playoff uh, title, you know, and get the automatic bird, it, it's not the end of the world you know, just because they're locked to, to make the NCAA tournament, but you want to go in with, you know, with some wins under your belt and, and feeling confident and, you know, the, you know, it gets the entire team going. Um, but you know, I think they're being smart with, uh, with Chesley and Faber because, you know, they're both upper body injuries and, you know, you know, if it's a shoulder or anything like that, um, those can re-injure really easily, you know, just getting slammed into the, in the boards, um, which is how it probably happened. Um, and so you, you, especially with, with the talent those two have, you know, and, and with, without them, it really makes their decor really thin because then they're down to uh, basically six guys. Um, you know, they have a seventh that's red shirting and Matt Stodiker, but in hockey, it's a little bit different than football. 
Uh, I found this out, uh, you know, while I knew with football, you can play up to four games and still mm-hmm. keep your red shirt in mm-hmm. hockey, for whatever reason, it makes no sense. It should be universal, but even if you play one game, it, you can burn your, your red shirt. So yeah, um, the same way. Too. Yeah. Okay. So basketball, it must, it must just be the winter sport thing, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, they just can't afford to have you know, another, uh, injury back there. Um, you know, they have, they do have the best decor in the country, but you know, you want to have all those guys playing because, um, playoff hockey, um, you know, you, we see a lot of high scoring in, uh, in the regular se- season, but it's in playoffs, you know, it's the same thing in the NHL. Everything gets tighter. Um, the refs aren't calling as many power plays. And so, yeah, it, it gets intense and you want to have your full, full squad, and with the decor like that, um, you know, it's going to be very tough to score against them and in, in the way Justin Close is playing too. Yes, I love it. And I'm excited. I mean, mm-hmm. I, okay, so I haven't been a huge hockey person. I'm trying <laughs> to get into it, you know, for the fans out there that don't know, I've already talked to Alex about this, but I w- didn't have an NHL team that I was loyal to. And then the Kraken came along and some of my best buddies are really big hockey fans. So I was like, you know what? That's my squad. I'm going to follow them until they build up and I'm going to keep going. And it's been so much fun. But what I've noticed, and this might be a hot take for people that aren't (laughs) into hockey, but I'm a diehard football fan. I'm a diehard basketball fan getting into hockey. But I would say hockey's energy and actually going to the events, whether it be NHL or college, it's unmatched. It's it's just so alive. The atmosphere is so it's one of the best experiences as a sports fan. So if you haven't experienced a hockey game, I highly recommend you check it out. The Gophers have tickets to their final games at Ohio State or not at Ohio State at the uh, 3M Mariucci Arena playing Ohio State. So you should definitely grab some tickets. They even have cheap seats for like thirty dollars. But I would highly encourage it. What do you think about that take? Yeah, Hockey being the best energy <laughs> when it comes to sports. Yeah, you're right on it. Um, you know, especially in in college hockey at Mariucci too, when the Rousers going after they score, it's it's absolutely electric. Um, you know, when they got to play in North Dakota earlier this season, that was one of the best like atmospheres I've I've seen there in years. It was just so intense. Uh, you know, both games went to overtime. Uh, it was the same thing with Michigan a couple of weeks ago too. That was just a blast. You know you know, uh, you know, two teams that are just two of the top teams in the country, just going at it back, back and forth. It's electric and you get the, like I said, the student sections are, you know, starting to get full, um, and the bands playing and after a win, the band goes around Mariucci. It's just, it's so much fun. And same thing with the NHL too. Uh, you know, when, uh, when the goal uh, song gets going, it's it's so much fun. Or power plays, they do the same thing in college hockey too. And uh, you know, everybody just gets amped up. The the boys on the bench, you know, get get fired up too. It's 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 a lot of fun. First, a word from our friends over at FanDuel who bring you this show. Now, I would be remiss if I didn't tell you about the fantastic deal they have going on with the no sweat first bet over at FanDuel for up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back to you if your first bet doesn't win. So if you win, good for you. You won, you got some money, you got 
exactly what you're looking for. And if you don't win, you still have a shot at the bonus bucks, the bonus bets of up to $1,000. All you have to do is download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, it's secure, and it's super easy to use. Those are my three favorite things in the world. So definitely check it out. You can look at spreads, you can look at money lines, you can look at total score, you name it. Plus they have player props with points, rebounds, assists for the NBA because it is NBA season and we're starting to get to the all-star break and what comes after that, the playoffs. So definitely head on over to FanDuel.com slash locked on to take advantage of the no sweat first bet. Again, that's FanDuel.com slash locked on and you will get that no sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sports betting partner of the NBA. Yep, I'm right there with you. And so let's talk about the Big Ten tournament. What are your expectations there? What are... What are you realistically expecting from the Gophers, barring health, barring something disastrous? If this Gophers team heads into the Big Ten tournament fully healthy and ready to go, what are you expecting? Yeah, I'm expecting a a Gophers-Michigan showdown. Um, You know, Michigan's hot on on the Gophers' heels. They've been playing amazing hockey of late. That's a team, uh, you know, Wolverines, that you don't want to play in the NCAA tournament just with – with all the talent they have, um, you know, and Adam Fantilli and Luke Hughes, all those guys. Um, yeah. So I'm expecting a showdown against the Gophers and <laughs> that's the matchup I want to see at least. Um, it'd be so much fun. You know, I think the Gophers can, you know, I think they'll, they'll win the title, but uh, like I said, Michigan's going to be right there. And, uh, you know, Ohio state's playing, playing really good hockey too. So it'll be a fun preview, um, in a couple weeks at, at Mariucci to see, you know, if they do play the Gophers in the, in the, in the big 10 playoffs too. So it'll be fun. Yeah. I, you know, it'd be fun if there was just this reinvigorating of the rivalry between Michigan and Minnesota, mm-hmm. we saw it this, this last series here at Mariucci arena where it was sold out. It was overtime games. It was a lot of fun. Then you talk about a Big Ten tournament, possibly those two matching up. Then what if they match up in a final in the NCAA like championship? Like, talk about reigniting something, something where fan bases will probably develop more disdain and hatred for each other, but it would really light up the hockey world. And I think that would be amazing for the sport. Yeah, a hundred percent. The cool, th- the unique thing about uh, college hockey is. Um, a lot of, you know, uh, with Michigan and, and Minnesota, they get a lot of their recruits from the um, under 18 national team uh, in, you know, the, that's based out in, in Michigan there. Um, and so these guys grow up, you know, playing against each other and all the way through, um, you know, and that gets to college hockey and it's, that's where it is the highest intensity, um, you know, because these guys are preparing to, you know, play in the NHL. Um, and so, they want to, you know, show that, you know, these NHL teams, they drafted them for a reason and they have to perform, um, you know, at the college level, um, you know, to get them ready to play against men in, in the NHL. So, yeah, it's intense. It's so much fun. Uh, you know, the games are, you know, with with uh, the introduction to, to film, you know, the scouting, uh, you know, it's, that's why these games get are so close because you know all these teams know what you know what their bread and butter is and uh you know it just comes down to you know little turnovers here or there mistakes mental mistakes if you know guys are out there too long on the ice and that's when you know you see 
the puck go the other way and, uh, you know, breakaways and there you go. The, you know, one of the teams is, you know, up or, you know, wins a game in overtime. So it, that's, that's what's so much fun about hockey is it's, it's so fast. The, the hits are just insane. Um, like I said, we, uh, on the last episode, uh, when the Gophers played Penn state, uh, you know, Logan Cooley got checked in, you know, through the ice, uh, or in the ice shattered. I'd, I'd never seen that in a game at Mariucci. <laughs> so that, yeah, it's been a, it's a, been a fun season for sure. Speaking of aggressiveness and Logan Cooley, that was one thing that kind of stood out to me. I went to one of the Michigan games. Mm -hmm. He wants all the smoke. He's ready to go at it with anybody. I love the tenacity. I love just like you would think maybe a top pick in the NHL draft. He'd be like maybe reining back because he doesn't want to get into any injury situations or anything like that. But it truly feels like he is out there diehard for his team, not backing down from anybody. And I absolutely love it. Yeah. You don't really see that intensity from like a top five pick in the NHL. Um, he's still, he's 18 years old. Um, he'll take on in, anybody. Uh, that's what I, I love watching him play. Um, and another unique thing with, with college sports too, um, you know, he's from, uh, Pittsburgh. And so, you know, he turned down Penn state and he actually was originally committed to Notre Dame and, mm -hmm. uh, decommitted and then, you know, uh, Minnesota recruited him. So, you know, it's just, it's just funny because, you know, a lot of these coaches are recruiting the same kids. And so when they turn down, you know, that, that adds to the intensity and the rivalries. And so, yeah, I, I love it. I love when, you know, um, you know, these guys play with intensity. It's the same thing with Adam Fantilli with Michigan. He, uh, they played Michigan state uh, last weekend. He got in a fight and got kicked out of the game and, and he was giving it to the crowd. You know, it's, it's, it's fun. It's yeah. You love uh, seeing those guys play with passion for their school and uh, um, you know, they want to one up, uh, you know, their fellow uh, teammates or guys are going against. And like I said, a lot of these guys are drafted by NHL teams. So, um, yeah, there's a lot of bragging rights on the line. You know, you just mentioned that Cooley is from Pennsylvania. I mm. completely forgot about that. This is his first time back home with the Gophers, right? Yeah. So yeah. let's speak it into existence. I mean, he's going to light him up this weekend. We're talking like three goals and two assists this weekend, all from Cooley. He's ready to put the team on his back to show out for the home crowd. I'm here for it. Yes, me too. Yeah, I mean, it's... Uh, like I said, I think that uh, his line mates uh, with him and uh, uh, Matthew Nyes and, and Jimmy Snugger, I, I think that's the best line in college hockey. They're they're so much fun to watch. They're you know it's two freshmen and a sophomore, so I mean they they're not they're not old seniors. They're they're very young, and the talent is just it's ridiculous. And uh, those three are only going to get better. So it's uh, it's a fun time you know, to be a Gopher uh, hockey fan for sure. Absolutely. Now let's talk about this award. Let's talk about the Hobie Baker Award. Mm -hmm. Let's. Uh, first of all, I want you to let casual hockey fans that are yep. just tuning in for the first time, maybe the second time, and they're like, I want to get into it, but I don't know enough about it. What is the Hobie Baker Award? And also, do you think any of the Gophers players that are nominated have a real chance at it? Yeah. I'm, so the Hobie Baker Award, it's the equivalent to the Heisman Trophy in college football. Um, it's a college hockey's version of, of that. Um, very prestigious award. Um, you know, last year went to Dryden McKay at goalie at uh, Mankato. And so, uh, yeah, that was a surprise. Usually you see a forward win it. Um, but uh, uh, 
um, yeah, it's going to be very close. Uh, there's so much talent uh, in, in in college hockey. Uh, you know, these the voters tend to um, you know pick seniors, but I mean, some of the guys that are going to be up for it are all like freshmen or sophomores. Um, you know, that entire Gopher top line could could be finalists themselves. Those three, uh, you know, Michigan has, uh, you know, I mentioned Adam Fantilli. Um, he, he's leading the country as a freshman, um, in scoring, which is just, just insane. And, uh, Luke Hughes, um, who has two brothers in the NHL, um, uh, New Jersey dra- uh, devils draft pick, um, and, uh, Logan Cooley, uh, Brock Faber. I mean, Justin close could win it too. So, I mean, just all those names alone and just on the Gophers in, in Michigan, it's uh, it's it's insane how much talent there is in Big Ten hockey. Um, yeah. So I think, uh, yeah, I think the Gopher, uh, somebody from the Gophers definitely has a great chance at, at winning it. But, you know, I, I, like I said, I'll probably be two Michigan guys and a Gopher guy. That's that's what 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 I'm thinking um, are the three finalists. Gotcha. Yeah, no, the Hughes family, man, they're just like the the holy family of hockey right now. It's crazy. Now. Yeah. I just went to the Devils game. I was sad that Jack Hughes was out with right. uh, injury, but, mm-hmm. you know, it'll be fun to continue to see those guys develop now. I'm not here to praise or worship <laughs> or give any hype to any other players outside of the Gophers, so I'm moving past them. Sure. Congrats, Hughes family, but we're moving on. Yes. Um, <laughs> I want to know personally for you, Alex, mm-hmm. who have you been most impressed with on the Gophers team this season? Yeah, uh, Logan Cooley. I mean, <laughs> I knew he was great. You know, I got to see him. They had uh, his uh, national team uh, played uh, the Gophers last uh, winter, and so – um, I got to see him, him then, and all those, um, you know, Jimmy too, and Chesley, and um, you know, you know, I, I knew he was good, and he's just turned it on since then, um, and he's proven, you know, why he was a, you know, top three pick in, in the NHL draft this past summer. He's just so impressive. Um, you know, another guy, you know, that I actually think has had a heck of a senior season too has been Jackson Nelson. Um, you know. For the Gophers, uh, you know, to go far, you know, they need their older guys, you know, to help help the younger guys too. You know, especially like I said, playoff hockey, it gets more mm-hmm. intense. And you know, he didn't get drafted. Um, you know, he he had uh, he's one of the highest scoring uh, Minnesota high school hockey players of all time, Jackson Nelson. You know, he came from a small uh, you know town in Laverne, Minnesota, and so you know you know, the competition wasn't great for who he played against. And so maybe that's, that's what hurt him against, you know, or, you know, for getting drafted. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's turned into a heck of a player and, uh, you know, I, I'm sure he'll be one of the top uh, college hockey free agents after, um, you know, after the, um, NCAA tournament. Um, uh, and so, yeah, those, um, those two guys, it's, uh, it's been a fun season. Just, uh, the depth has really shown for this Gophers team too. I mean, you got guys like Brody Lamb on the fourth line. Um, you know, he's definitely a lot better than that. Um, but you know, they're just um, you know a lot of competitions for those um, scoring lines. And I think these guys realize too. Um, you know, as freshmen, you know, they might not get you know you know the you know top line minutes or top power play. But you know, if they stick around, you know, they will get those minutes and you don't have to leave, you know, right away. And, you know, unless, um, you're, you know, you look like you're extremely ready, just like some of those guys on the top line with, uh, 
you know, Cooley and, and Nye's probably leaving. But uh, yeah, it's uh, it's a fun time to be a Gopher fan. Like I said, I think this is probably the most talented team they've had since they won those two titles back in the early 2000s. So um, yeah, we'll see how how this uh, this run goes. Yeah, absolutely. And you mentioned how guys are kind of waiting in the wings that are mm-hmm. really talented, like a Brody Lamb, like mm-hmm. a Connor Kurth. Yep. Do you have any fears about those guys maybe getting impatient in the new era of college sports where you can transfer at any moment? Do you fear that maybe people want to test the waters with the transfer portal? I know the Gophers lost a couple guys this past transfer portal last year before the season started, or even looking at the Lucius brothers and how they kind of hit the road after uh, one went pro and the other decommitted. So do you have any worries in that department? Oh yeah, a hundred percent, you know, in this day and age too, not, not only with the NIL kind of stuff, but in uh, you know, in college hockey, it's, you know, another unique thing is the, the college advisors, you know, they can't call them agents, but, or, you know, family advisors, you know, that plays a huge role too. And (laughs) yeah, it, it can be chaos. Um, And now, uh, with the transfer portal, you don't have to sit out a year um, either. Mm-hmm. So, um, of course, that's always uh, a fear. But um, the Gophers have been just absolutely just dominating in the recruiting scene too. So, right. you know, if that you know if they have guys leave, you know, then you know the portals the portals open for them to to take guys too. And uh, we we saw what they did. They they were able to get Logan Cooley to decommit from Notre Dame. So uh, right. you know it happens. You know, like I said, the um, these coaches can be cutthroat too. Um, you know, <laughs> uh, you know they can get guys to decommit and and, and transfer. And so um, you know if they see guys that are Minnesota kids at other schools, they can convince them to to you know transfer back here. But um, you know, that's, um, you come to a school like Minnesota, um, the competition's going to be fierce, uh, for those minutes. And so you get what you sign up for, you know, so it's, you have to have thick skin and, uh, tough it out sometimes. And look at Justin close. I mean, no one ever thought he would ever play, you know, he's from right. Canada, uh, which is rare for, uh, the Gophers to recruit from, from, uh, across the border. And, uh, you know, he was, third string goalie when he um you know came to the EU and then you know uh you know Jack LaFontaine leaves and uh he takes over and uh you know he's never looked back um so yeah it's that's that's a kid that you look at that's a good story I mean he he could have transferred um but he stuck he stuck with it he's gonna get his degree from the University of Minnesota which is you know uh, you know, really good for him after, and, you know, he can keep on playing hockey. So best of both worlds for, for Justin. He, he played it right. Absolutely. All right. We got three final questions and we'll wrap this show up. The first one I want to talk about is what is your gut feeling when it comes to Logan Cooley and Jimmy, Jimmy Snuggeru? Do you think they'll return for a sophomore season, peer into that crystal ball and let me know what you're thinking right now? Yeah. I mean, I think, I think Jimmy's ready, but you know, they might just say you can, you know, spend another year. The blues are in a weird, like, it looks like they're going to start a rebuild. Um, they traded their best player, Vladimir Tarasenko, mm-hmm. uh, you know, last week, which was a big deal to the Rangers. And so, yeah, they might be a team that's starting to look, you know, go younger. Um, again, those family, uh, family advisors play you know, agents play a huge role. So, 
we'll see. I'm sure he'll sit down with Bob too. I think Nyes is totally gone. Um, you know, mm-hmm. they, uh, uh, the Toronto Maple Leafs, uh, general manager, Kyle Dubas, you know, came or they, he met with Nyes and wanted to sign him last summer and Nyes wanted to run it back. Um, you know, you can't blame him, you know, cause he knew the talent that was coming in. And so, right. um, you know, an extra year, hasn't hurt him um and you know if he signs uh with toronto he could you know be playing with austin matthews in the playoffs <laughs> so, <laughs> so that 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 doesn't sound bad uh you know and if you can win a ncaa title on top of that that's just icing on the cake uh for uh you know 2023 uh, for uh for mr nice uh so yeah, I think Nyes is gone. Those other two, I think it's still 50-50 because um, they're both, you know, the Coyotes are still in a massive rebuild. Um, they could definitely use the talent of a Logan Cooley, but um, I'm sure I'm sure the Gophers want both of those guys back um, just because, uh, um, you know, the recruiting for 2023, there isn't a whole lot of uh, – um, guys that they've recruited at the forward spot. And so I think they're anticipating some of those, you know, a couple of those guys coming back. Um, if not, they'll have to, you know, go transfer portal. And um, we thought this year's freshman class was great. And in two years for 2024, I mean, some of the guys that are coming in are just, I think could be even better than, you know, Cooley and Snuggerud. So I can't, I can't wait for those guys. Um, they're just lighting up, uh, the under 17 team right now, uh, you know, uh, for the national uh, development program. So keep an eye and go guys like Cole Iserman. You know, he's just, he's an amazing player. So yeah, it's a lot, lots of, lots of fun for, for, for go for hockey fans. It's a great time to be a yes. gopher fan. Mm-hmm. Great time indeed. And you're teeing me up right there. I was yep. going to ask you what gophers or future gophers should fans be on the lookout for to be drafted in the upcoming draft. Yeah. Um, yeah, we'll see. Uh, there's, uh, they, they have a couple of defensemen, uh, uh, you know, in the, in the junior ranks. Um, they, they have a guy coming in that yeah probably could have been on the team this year that got drafted last summer and Sam Renzel, um, mm-hmm. you know, he's from, the you know, from here and, uh, and, uh, is, uh, playing in Waterloo in the USHL. Um, so we'll see, um, you know, uh, Jimmy Clark, uh, the Edina kid, he's uh, playing the, in the USHL right now as well. And uh, uh, Max Rude is in Sioux Falls, and so yeah, they have they have some guys in, in the in the junior ranks. Uh, we'll see if they if they get drafted or not. And uh, like I said, the uh, the following year, the 2024 guys, um, uh, that those guys, they're going to have some really high draft guys. They probably could, <laughs> like I said, that Eiserman kid probably a top top five pick just kind of like Cooley. So yeah, it'll be, it'll be fun. It'll be interesting to see. And like I said, uh, or like we talked about too, uh, transfer portal, um, you know, they could get guys that have already been drafted. Um, so right. yeah, we'll, right. we'll see, see what, uh, see what happens. All right. We'll close with this one. So I asked you who you've been the most impressed by, and you talked about Nelson and Cooley. Yeah. Is there anyone you were expecting to see more from this season? Man, that's really tough. Uh, you know, uh, you know, it's, it's hard to judge guys that are on the fourth line. Uh, you know, Connor Kurth was, uh, one of the highest scoring, uh, point guys in the USHL last, last season. But, you know, when you're on the fourth line, you don't get a ton of, uh, high, you know, offensive minutes, uh, or, you know, power play. Um, so I guess, I guess that would be him, uh, 
you know, maybe <laughs> uh, Cal Thomas, you know, on the DN, but, you know, again, not getting a ton of ice time just with all the studs on that D line. So um, not disappointing in them, but I guess guys that you'll um, are kind of looking forward to getting more time too. Um, and, and Brody lamb, I know he, he was another guy that uh, from a small, small town in Southern Minnesota and uh, um, got drafted by the New York Rangers. So, you know, they want him to, you know, to do really well. And uh, he's so much fun to watch. Um, and so, uh, yeah, I'm excited to see more of him next season for sure. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for joining us, Alex. Let the people know where they can find you on social platforms and what they can find when they start to follow you on these platforms, because you've got some great tweets out there. You've got some yes. great stuff. So I want to let the people know. Yeah, thank you. Uh, um, all my socials, it's my my first and last name. So I, uh, Alex Micheletti uh, on Twitter and uh yeah, I'm uh, you know on a fellow uh, Locked On podcast, the Locked On Wild with Seth Topol. Uh, we uh, recap uh, the weekend or the week weekend and week uh, uh, you know going forward for Monday episodes on Locked On Wild. Um, also on a um, another um, college hockey podcast, MNCAA um, on the Soda Pod, um, and uh, you know uh, we have. Um, all the uh, Minnesota schools covered. Um, I, you know, I mainly mine is Man- Mankato, uh, just because I went to school there and worked for the team while I was in school. And uh, you know, we talk about Gophers, Saint, you know, Saint Cloud, uh, Bemidji. So yeah, it's that's so much fun, and uh, I love uh, love being on podcasts talking about hockey. It's just the best. There it is. Definitely give. Be sure to give Alex a follow at Alex Micheletti. Thank you for joining us again. Again, I'm sure we'll have you on here once again, but that's going to do it for us on Locked On Golden Gophers. Have a great rest of the day. This is Kane Rob signing off. Roll the boat. Sky you mind.